pigs, pearls and dogs. What on earth is this verse about? Why has Jesus said this after what he taught us last week about not judging others? Why are we only talking about one verse from the Bible today in chapel? Why are we bothering with chapel today and all the confusion about some grades going to class, some coming to chapel? We've got exams coming up, you know, Tyndall. I know all these things. The reason we are having chapel today in strange and unusual circumstances is because of this verse. Actually, it's because of the opposite of this verse. This verse is a warning about knowing when the circumstances suggest that we shouldn't speak about Jesus. And as far as I can see, in my 16-odd years here at Track, this verse does not apply to us because we are all here right now. Let me explain. When, when Jesus says, don't give what is holy to dogs or toss your pearls before pigs, we need to work out two things. What are these holy pearls and who are the pigs and the dogs? Now, Jesus is not just giving us practical advice about how to care for jewellery or what kind of diet you should put your dog on. Like most of what Jesus is talking about in this sermon, there is a deeper meaning. Because Jesus' upside-down kingdom is not something that we see right before our eyes. It has a deeper, all-pervasive kind of meaning. It scratches beneath the surface of our everyday. But Jesus uses what was everyday imagery for him, like pigs and pearls and dogs, to explain it. Now, the pearl or holy thing that Jesus speaks of here obviously refers to something precious, something sacred. Elsewhere in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus likens the kingdom of heaven to a precious pearl. And he calls those who oppose the kingdom of heaven pigs and dogs. So it's a no-brainer to make that link here. Jesus is telling us not to waste our time sharing the news of the kingdom of heaven with those who reject the kingdom of heaven. But why do they reject it? Well, this is the key for us, and for me especially as the chaplain here at Track. Let me illustrate with this odd bit of paper I have here. Do you know what this is? That's, yeah, that's right, it's money. It is money, but it's not our money, is it? It's weird kind of looking money. This is money, that much is obvious, uh, but probably all of you would have had no idea where this money comes from or who the person on the bill is, or its real value. It's just not a part of your world, not a part of your knowledge base, and that's not your fault. No one's ever explained it to you. This is, in fact, a 250 diner bill from Iraq, the currency of that Middle Eastern country. However, the picture of the guy on here, that's Saddam Hussein. Now, you might have heard that name, but you probably don't know much about him. He was a brutal dictator for about 25 years until he was deposed in 2003. Now, I was given this bill as a gift from Australian journalist Hugh Rimmington, who was a guest speaker at my university when I was studying journalism some 20 years ago. Now, he had been on the front lines of the war in Iraq, and he brought back five of these bills to give as prizes during his lecture. This bill is precious to me because of that memory, but also because they don't print money with Saddam's face on it anymore. Iraq has been using different banknotes for 20 years. These are now out of circulation. So what might have looked like a random scrappy piece of paper to most of you is actually something very precious. It's a little slice of history. But if you saw it lying on Baylor Street, you'd probably just walk by and think, oh, whatever, and maybe step on it. Now, I don't mean to liken you to a pig by saying that, but that's kind of how pigs roll, isn't it? If you put something precious in a pig pen, they're not going to care much for it. They're just going to trot all over it in their mud and their trough as they eat their slops. 
And it's the same thing with dogs. I've got a dog, and when I feed him, he doesn't care about where the food comes from or the quality of the cut of meat or anything like that. He just scoffs it down without breathing. My dad used to tell me that when he was a kid, his dad, my granddad, he loved their family dog. He loved the dog almost more than my dad and my uncle, he reckons. Because every Friday, when my granddad came home from work, he'd have a meat pie with him. A nice, warm 4 and 20 that he bought from the bakery on his walk home. And he would step into their small kitchen in Regent's Park in working-class southwest Sydney where there wasn't a lot of cash to splash around. And my granddad would walk past his wife, my dad, my uncle, and go straight to the dog, give him a big pat, and throw the pie in the dog's bowl and watch their pit bulls scoff it down without even stopping to savour it. And my dad and uncle would stand there thinking, what gives? Why does Fido get a pie? He doesn't even realise what he's eating. And so too, Jesus is saying, if the good news of the kingdom of heaven is just going to be devoured or trampled on, then don't bother. And so the opposite of this verse is why we're here today. Because as far as I can tell, while there's always some of us who think all this Jesus stuff is a waste of time here at Track, it is certainly not the case that at this school, me and all your Christian studies teachers are just throwing pearls to pigs or only seeing the gospel torn to shreds every day. If we were, we would stop. The fact that in the midst of a busy term, when the gym is out of action and exam deadlines are looming, that we as a college can still make space for the sacred, still gather for God, still wrestle with the religious, even for just a brief window in the hectic hustle and bustle, well, that all shows me that the precious pearl of the gospel still gleams here that it is still being pondered in the hearts and minds of some of us. Jesus' words continue to dazzle us like precious trinkets. Every now and again, something he says will shine out and catch your eye and you'll think, could this be for real? Now I know that some of you have those moments and sometimes it'll make you blurt out a, oh yeah, but what about, kind of question. And I love to hear those and I love to try and answer them in my classes. And sometimes it will just be the obvious sense of silent reflection on your faces. Whatever it is, because those reactions are there, and not just the stomping and tearing of pigs and dogs, the message of Jesus here at Tract does not just land like a dropped pie. Jesus glistens when people listen. And until that stops, Jesus remains our mission.